Cheers, everyone. Last <laughs> podcast of our time in Belgium. Matt, how are how are we doing today? In what is it less than twenty four hours? We'll be in the U.S. In the United States of America, yes, indeed. It's been a uh, a long but very very fun and rewarding five plus months. It's crazy to think that it's done. I'm definitely excited to go home though. Yeah, so I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah, so today a little wrap up. Uh, maybe we'll do one a week or two back in. In the US. states, you know, how depending we, on our equipment availability, yeah, how we reacclimate back into uh, life back at home. But right now, this is the last last podcast we've got together under this uh, under this bander, under this whole process. So, how you feeling about the whole entire trip? Um, I mean, the whole entire trip, great. Made some great friends, both American and and international. Seen some amazing things. Did things I never thought I'd be able to do, and. You know, the school wasn't the best here, but I uh, still learned a lot academically and personally, and it's been it's been a ride, and it's been great sharing it with you. I'm excited to get back to the U.S. It's weird to think we're going to be home soon. It's one of those things, like whenever you go to college, there's always a date in your head that you leave or you go home or whatever, and then the date gets here, and so much changes. So the past couple of days have been fun, just doing... Just kind of goofing around, packing up, seeing all the sights one last time. Yeah, I, I definitely got to fill everybody in on my last trip because the way uh, finals worked out, I had a bunch and then you had a bunch. So when you were doing your finals, I went to uh, Milan, then Budapest, then Prague. So I don't want to spend too much time on that because I just want to kind of reflect on our entire time here. But um, I went to Milan to visit James Cast, a little... Little Jay Amazing, best bud. Uh, for context, he's the little little Italian neighbor I got. Me and Matt have been close friends with him since we were probably four. Youngins. So he didn't go abroad for a semester, but he is doing an internship abroad and getting credit for it in Milan. So I got to hang out with him for three days in the city where he calls home now and got to see the whole city, a different side of it, you know, because he lives there on the outskirts. So I got to see what it was like to be a local. And then we ended up going to Budapest together, had a really good time, did a bunch of fun things. We uh, traveled throughout the city, walked a tremendous amount. I think the most walking I've done in one trip, honestly, in one place, just so many, so many steps. Um, it was really nice. The, the city's on a big lake or sorry, not like a river that goes through and one side is Buda, one side is Pest. And the whole time we thought we were in Buda, but we were in Pest the whole time. Mm. So we got to go see a bunch of their cool landmarks. They have this really nice parliament building. If you ever get the chance, I would recommend going to it and going on a tour. We got to go all the way up to their, um, on like on one of the hilltops, they have this big statue. And then we got to go around their historic bridges and stuff. So that, that city in itself was quite, quite impressive. We also went to Prague, which was... Uh, really rewarding. I, I found the experience very enjoyable. I think being away for roughly six days by the time I got to Prague, I was very tired, but we did all the things you're supposed to do in Prague. Definitely feel like I, I did it a disservice just because I was so tired. So I would like to go back and really explore the city even more, but I could tell why people really enjoy that place and everything about it was, uh, the words not lived in, but it was I guess you could say lived in, but like in a good way, how everything was very old and historic and 
I don't know. I, it just had some charm about it that I didn't really expect. So I know you didn't get to go, but I hopefully you get to go eventually. Yeah, I was it was kind of sad being here when you guys were all away, but I got to hang out with Ward and Content and Tim and you know Timon, Niels, Minasana, all of them, uh, which was really nice. Playing a lot of frisbee, studying, which wasn't as as much fun, but we also so we recorded today podcast with Kaylee and Braden. Also, I did yesterday podcast with Ward and Content. Uh, so you'll get to hear all their her voices, but it's been nice getting closer with everybody. It's a, it's a shame that, you know, we get we're the closest when we leave, but, you know, that's kind of how it works. You get closer over time, and the more time passes, the closer it is to going home. So I'll definitely try to stay, stay in touch with all these people, but it's, I don't know, it's, I'm like getting excited to go. Are you, are you ready? Yeah, I've, in the past couple of days, it's been, uh, you know, a lot of busy work, closing certain things down. Um, canceling certain subscriptions, phone plans, cleaning my room, packing up. So I'm kind of over that. And I think I'm just tired in general. Not like day-to-day tired, but just the fact that we've been doing so much for so long. I'm I'm pretty exhausted. So I'm excited to get back home. And I'm not really going to get to relax because i got a lot of things to do. But, you know, be in a more familiar environment for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things that have happened that I, I, I will appreciate more with time. I agree. So I think while this is supposed to be more of a reminiscent podcast, I'm kind of, um, I'm like ready. And then in a couple of weeks from now, I'll reminisce in good times. Um, I think the mood is, is low for some, but I think the excitement of going home is kind of triumphing that, at least for me. Yeah. I know people are sad, but also it's, it's good because it's a, a good light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, this plane ride is going to not be ideal, but we'll be back home with family and friends and stuff. So I'm, I'm pumped. I got a, um, my freshman for my section next year. They I got sent their details today. And all like the welcome weekend planning stuff is kicking off. So I'm getting excited for next semester. All my RA stuff. I've got a really, a really neat section this year. And I'm just, I'm just excited to get back into a lot of the things I love in the U.S. That certain, you know, whether it be like working on professional things and just academically taking more classes that I like getting back into ceramics, sports and stuff. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot lacrosse balls as soon as I get home. We're also going to hop right back into work at Jersey Mike's to both recoup the money we spent, but also we've been told they're in, in, in crisis mode because they've got four stores now and there's a lot of staff. A lot of moving parts and stuff, so I think it'll help to have familiar places there. Yeah, in the official fish, Jersey Mike's, shout out. So Yeah, come come visit if you ever roll through the area. Through the eight four five, we're gonna be back in the great, the great four five. Yeah, I'm excited to have my phone number be my phone number again. I'm excited to uh, drive a car, see family and friends. A lot of a lot of good things to look forward to. We just kind of have to get to the next twenty four. Mm-hmm. So by the time people hear this, it will probably be right as we get home. If we edit this on the plane, that's the plan. But you know, I'll probably fall asleep or something. I think I, I'm gonna try to do some movies, maybe some Black Mirror. Any any. Yeah, I I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do, but I'm I'm just I don't know, I'm kind of like really really excited. It's weird doing some things for the last time, and it's always we've I think a lot of the things we did a lot. You know, I don't really think I have that many regrets in terms of oh I should have not done this and done that. I think I, you know, we, we saw so much of Leuven, so much of the nightlife. We've hung out together so much. 
we've tried so many different foods and beers and just the different cultural things here. I've hung out with all Belgians so much that I don't really regret not doing things, but then it's always at the end that you wish. You had another day or two or night or yeah weekend to do something. Yeah. But I definitely think I've exhausted all the resources I've, I've, I've had here, the opportunities that were presented to me. Do you think you could have done a year? Uh, I it's, think it's interesting because the, the whole framing would be different, right? Yeah, I think I could definitely do. I could do it, but I don't think I would want to. I think I could do another month. I could attach another month on, but I don't know if I'd want to go more than that. Because you think if you're doing a year, you'll probably pace yourself much more, mm-hmm. and you'll probably invest in certain things that makes it feel more like home. Like I would have actually decorated my room. Yeah, there's some things we distinctly like didn't do here with the idea of being that it's a temporary place to stay. Um, a lot of the kids who are packing have to get extra like luggage or bags and stuff, but I don't, I, I was very minimal in the things of souvenirs and uh, just overall packing. So I think that would have changed if I stayed longer and I think definitely wouldn't have gone as fast as I did. I ended up getting to 15 countries in total. Wow. So, so you got uh, Hungary, um, Czech- the, the things you didn't get. Yeah, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, uh, um, Switzerland, Switzerland, and Portugal. Yes. So I didn't get to. Yeah, I, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm excited to do in the future because I've been here, going back to certain places, going to new places I've never seen before. Uh, I think now more than ever, I, I want to go see like Asia, South America and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also excited to explore the United States too, because yeah. the size and scope of everything back home, it'll be interesting to see too. I think uh, one thing I've definitely learned about being here is the value of material things has diminished in my eyes, which is really annoying because I dropped my phone and it and the screen <laughs> broke. So now I have to invest money into fixing that. But material things don't seem to matter to me as much anymore. It's more like the experience of the things I get to do. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to be more like on the go. Uh, it's at least for me, I mean, I can say this now cause I know real life hasn't set in yet, but the size of the house doesn't matter as much to me anymore. You know, when you think growing up, it's more of like the places you get to go, the boxes you get to check off kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't think I was ever super materialistic beforehand, but it's definitely like a, there's a sense of, curiosity that I've, I've never really thought I'd have about different cultures and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's, it's weird when you actually put into perspective what like the different cultures are like, cause it's like you have an, it's like, you don't know what you don't know kind of thing. You don't know what these other places are like until you actually go there or live there. Um, it's not something that you can kind of just read about and understand. You really do have to live it. So as much as you can be, described oh it's like this it's like that you don't you don't get it until you're there so i kind of just want to get to more places especially in the u.s too do you think um off the top of your head is there another place we've ever either gone or a place where we haven't gone that you would want to live again like let's say you I don't know, hypothetical college was eight years instead of four and you had to do another study abroad where do you think you would go oh like with the with the knowledge i have now i think i would be fine if i went to you know, Thailand or New Zealand, Australia, maybe somewhere. I think I would do you Australia or New Zealand just because it's so different. I don't, I don't know. Like the Asia, I could do Asia, but 
I don't know. I think I'd love, I kind of, I kind of like the nature. So I think probably New Zealand. Yeah. The, the more nature focused thing in comparison, like the historical cities, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. But it's definitely like different historical cities and stuff than very much of what Europe is. Now, if you were to um, pick another place you've gone to, to stay and study abroad, where would it be? I would do Dublin. Dublin? Mm-hmm. Just based on like the, li- the life there seems nice. Yeah, I understand. Maybe that. the airport's not as great. And it's a little more, it's definitely more expensive, but I would, I think I would have really enjoyed if I didn't Notre Dame, Dublin, study abroad. That would have been a good, good chapter of my life if I had ended up there instead of here. That's fair. What about you? Um, I'm happy I didn't go into our like Rome program just because I think, I don't know. I, I think the reason why people are attracted to the Rome program are a little different than the reason why people are attracted to the Belgium program. But I really enjoyed Rome as a city and Testefere, which is where they were, which is like a, a neighboring city of Rome. So I think it would be really nice to see. I mean, the fact that I probably would have cooked way less knowing that, that I could go anywhere and get some of the best pasta and Italian dishes in the world. So mm-hmm. maybe that's a good thing for the wallet. But I definitely made the right choice coming here. I just, I really enjoy the Italian culture more and more. And I don't know if I've said this before, but growing up, I always felt like Ital- like Italy was like, not my thing because James, my best friend, Ari, my girlfriend, they're both Italian. It was like, they always wanted to go back and James's family in Italy. So it was like kind of their thing. And a bunch of people in our area of New York are Italian. So it's like, they always want to go back. So I'm like, all right. Kind of want to do something different. Yeah. But then being there, like I, I have a greater appreciation for Italian culture and heritage. I think Italy is, it exceeded my expectations. Because not that I, not that it was so amazing and exceeded my high expectations, but I think I was a little bit I was underrating it in my head. Cause I yeah, just didn't know, I just it. didn't know what it was going to be like. The it, diversity of it. There's a bunch of places in Italy I haven't been to, but I've, I've knocked off a bunch of them. I went to Venice for a day when I was with James in Milan. He had to work unfortunately, so I went with some of the Loyola kids. That was really really cool. I recommend it for anyone who gets to go. It did feel, I've heard people say Venice is overrated, and I think that's a falsehood. I don't think it's overrated, but I think the reason why people say that is because the way the city is set up, the tourists are going to be in the tourist locations. Hmm. Like, you know, I feel like when you walk around a different city, like, you're not going to be around tourists all the time because they'll be in like restaurants and museums and stuff. But in Venice, there wasn't really like streets. There were like, you know, side paths around the water. So you were just always ran into like the Midwestern dad and you always ran into like the, the dad with the Arkansas state hat on. And you always ran into the, the lady who had too much sun tan lotion on her face. They're directing her family through. And it was kind of one of those things where um, it was ever present. And I don't think being in Venice, I could imagine being a local. Where most places I can, Venice mm-hmm. did not feel like that. So I think that's why people say that. But it's definitely worth the worth the while to go. So I know you didn't have to go, but it's definitely worth it. Hmm. Interesting. I think I don't. It's weird, like looking at it in the rear view. Study abroad being done, and I feel I don't know. Usually, when you like enter a new phase of something, you just want to get the beginning right. You want the start of college to be good. When you come back, like you always want to use that energy you have post finals, you know, like that high you're kind of on because you just finished, but you're so productive and your brain's feeling good. 
you always want to kind of use that. And I think it'll be even more so that we're back in the U.S., given all the skills and experiences and everything I've acquired, that I want to like get it off to a running start. Yeah, getting back to the U.S. is like I want to, I don't want to fall into like the it's summer, I'm just going to lay around kind of thing. Because only, I only have a month. So if I can just do a month of, you know, what I really need to do, concentrated work, study, see people, be out and about outside. I want to, I want to do that. I think we have a, a much faster, I don't know what the word is. It's not a, it's not a shorter attention span, but we're, we're more apt to do things now. Not like we were we've, before, we've always been that way, but Justin has been more so that like he can't sit still. Like he has to have a new thing to do. And I think I'm kind of a little bit more that way. Cause it, it's going to be weird have to be go, in. It doesn't even have to be going to different places though, because when, I've been in Belgium for a long time with my finals and stuff. And I still like just doing new things, walking different routes, seeing all these different, you know, talking to different people. It just, I just want to do everything. I know that sounds mm. like so dumb, but I, and I don't know how to describe it. Like when I get home, I want to see everyone I care about and who cares about me. I want to, I want to work as much as possible, but I also want to, you know, travel around the area and I want to visit certain people and I want certain people from college to visit me. So it's like, I want to try to fill up my schedule in the same way I fill my schedule up here. Mm-hmm. But also the needs, like there's like a natural like coming down of the high of this accelerated process. Yeah, it's not, it's a bit of light, a bit of reality sets in with just like the work hours and it's it's definitely, it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to have that much of a problem adjusting, but I think... I mean, I know I'm going to miss this place, but I don't think I'm going to get home and be like, oh, I wish I was back in Belgium. Yeah, right, right. But I'm gonna, I know I'm going to... I'm going to miss the people here and... And the lifestyle of walking and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, there's a lot of good things at home. You know, it's, it's, it's easier to leave when you know there's like a place you can go home to. That's... Yeah. You know, it's not like you're jumping off the, the diving board and not knowing how deep the water is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a controlled moves that, that are next in our lives. So um, it's, it should be exciting. I'm excited. I think after my last final, it was kind of the point where I was like, I'm ready for it to be home. I'm ready for like the next, like what's the next? But you kind of had to like chill and wait and then travel a little bit more. So if I could just snap my fingers and skip the next 24 hours and just be home. Like I'd definitely use it, but kind of have to get through the process of going through the airport and all that stuff. So yeah. And United to Newark is not looking great right now. Yes. Apparently. So, uh, so hopefully we're not looking back at this podcast laughing and be like, we had a 45 hour layover in Montreal or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fear, I don't fear traveling as much. I never really feared it. I've always kind of enjoyed it because it's always been a little bit of a, a main character moment for me traveling home from school because I'm alone for the whole day and it's kind of nice. Like eating alone somewhere in public is such a power move. Um, so I've never been like, I'm used to the 10 hour drives and the long days of getting to Chicago, flying to somewhere and then driving home for like two hours. So, and we've traveled so much here, buses and trains and planes and stuff. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not going to mind this flight as much, I don't think. Well, for context, the Loyola New Zealand program, they flew back and they got stuck. Like United was, I don't know, United's going crazy right now. So they 
had a 36 or 36 hour layover in Houston. So everyone's like, what? Like that was not part of the plan. So they yeah, kind of got stranded. Brutal. And I'm sure after that flight, that's a monstrous flight from New Zealand back to the States. So Ooh, um, I would have killed somebody. Yeah. It would have, it would have been tough. So hopefully better luck for us for sure. Um, I, I just out of our control, we can show up and kind of do our thing. But, mm-hmm. um, is there anything that you think that people in general studying abroad should know or just going abroad should know? We, I know we touch a, a lot on this kind of superlative like things with the other podcast with Kaylee and Braden, but anything else you could think of? Um, I think there's a, there's a couple, you know, it's weird. Cause like I, I always had this critique about like, you know, self-help books and, and motivational speakers and stuff. They had like these rules to live by. And mm-hmm. I don't think that these people are going through their day actually being like, Oh, I need to use rule four right now. You know, it's kind of just part of their personality and they mm-hmm. kind of sketch their own personality into rules. But I think, uh, kindness, just kindness in general is like a universal is a universal thing when it's either with people you've never met before in a different culture and all this stuff, as long as you're like kind and a decent human being and have some sense of understanding for other people's emotions, things usually smooth by like the amount of times I've bumped into someone at the bar here and they give me a disgruntled look and then they realize through my expressions, like, Oh, I'm just trying to get by, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to cause you any harm. And then with a bunch of people here, if you just ask, you know, Check yeah, in a lot, on people. A lot of the communication things in terms of like being in a group of study abroad people, the communication stuff is wild that I think I've heard of other study abroad groups where they just don't communicate and then they all have beef with each other and they're just like all secretly angry at each other. And it's like, yeah, are you just angry at each other? Are you guys all just hungry, thirsty, tired, jet lagged or like not communicating, understanding Cause everybody has different communication styles, right? when you're sent over to a country like this, like on a program like this, it's interesting because there's so many different new variables. And also you got to remember the other Americans that you're going with are also different people. So you might know some of them may not going to know all of them. It's kind of like, yeah, you get to see a lot of things. There's a lot of stressors that are put into place. You kind of see how people react and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like as, as long as you have the decency to help people out when they're in some crisis and, not to cause crisis for other people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not saying like don't cause any issue. It's yeah. more like when you're, you can be, you can criticize someone and be kind about it. You can like be mean towards someone or like not mean, but like you can set things straight with being kind. You don't need to curse someone out when you're trying to tell someone they need to do something else or they're acting a certain way or you don't need to, you know, get so angry and pissed when someone doesn't understand one thing. Like there's a, there's a forgiveness yeah. that is like required. I think mm-hmm. that uh, makes things a lot smoother. Like if you cr- confront it's the like issues, fle- you got to be flexible. If you confront the issues in your, like I, there's no issue that's just going to go away that you avoid. Mm-hmm. It's just the monster that's going to build and build. And especially in traveling stuff, if you're hungry and you don't speak about it and then you get more progressively hungry and no one seems to care. And then eventually you're going to explode or you really wanted to go to the city and see this one thing. And we're not going to do that. Like, if you say it, things can change and maybe other people feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So you always kind of have to confront this reality. And if you do it in like a kind way, I've yeah. always felt that. I don't know. On the other podcast, my piece of advice would be like, was to be selfish. 
in terms of a lot of the stuff. And that just comes with kind of just doing the things you want to do. And odds are people are going to want to do the same things as you. So it's like being flexible and open to new things, but also selfish in that you got to go want to do the extra things. So, I mean, we've been, we've been lucky with a great group of people with Loyola, with Notre Dame, the Illinois kids we met, my house, your house. There's been a lot of great, great people. Definitely a couple of characters here and there. But overall, we've been around a lot of great people there. And I think awesome. almost all of the issues we've had have been communication error. Yeah. Not with us. I mean, Liram, our Belgian friend, he jokingly said to me, he's like, you don't seem like a have problems with people kind of guy. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not really. It's kind of not worth your time. I mean, I feel like, it, I don't know. This might be very self-rewarding, but when's the last time you really saw me like angry? Right? Like it's, you kind of just go. Oh, and Pascal well. wore your shirt. <laughs> yeah. But, but like some people get angry so fast. And I think in like a stressor environment, a stress, a more stressful environment, people are apt to do that. But if you're kind of a big chiller, like. Hmm. Sometimes you just got to be a big chiller. Sometimes you got to play the backseat role for certain people and and kind of do what you got to do. But what do you what are your thoughts on just like the Belgian culture and like the way that the Belgians operate? Like uh, not not necessarily like Belgium, like the cities and the industry and the rails and stuff, but like just how like the Belgians work. It's I think I probably experienced it a little bit more than you, but I mean you also taught the class, so it's very interesting because I think our perspective as like Americans, it's not, we're not like, you can't just be the purity of being a human and have perspective because it comes like in comparison to where you come from. Yeah. Yeah. You are always biased. Not, yeah. You always have some bias. So in comparison to like back home, there's a lot of things that they benefit from us. Like, I feel like people here are much less, uh, I guess the word would be passive. They're much covered, less passive or no, no, they're, they're passive. They're, they're less, passive. they're less confrontational, Okay, but they don't have to be confrontational when you're a small country that's protected by other major countries and, and, and stuff like that. I feel like people are, I wouldn't say relaxed, but there's a less of a lesser desire to kind of like make more of the situation. There's a lot of contentness, which has some positives, has some negatives. I think I, thrive more in our environment where there's definitely stakes and either it's the the fire you hold to your own feet or the fire that the world kind of holds to your feet to kind of get moving that doesn't exist here but um i don't know the the silly phrase that we always joke about like pressure makes diamonds i don't think a lot of diamonds are made in this in this environment in comparison to the united states where there's a, there can be a, a heightened sense of pressure that makes people really perform and if you're not yeah. up to it you're not up to it but uh, yeah, I think like the U S is more high stakes in some regard. I mean, there's there definitely are certain scenarios and circles here where they operate like that. But I think the general kind of operation here, it's less, I don't, I, I don't want to say less competitive because that makes it sound bad, but it is kind of a little bit chiller. Things kind of just chill a little more, which is nice. Um, for me in some ways and not nice in others. I think all the people, kids I've met here, they, a lot of them are really talented and have unique backgrounds and stories and things that they want to do and have very different combinations of character traits that make them apt for success. But the way they don't, they don't approach it the same way as some people I know at Notre Dame do. 
And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that they're not driven in the same. I'm, I'm just saying that they just approach it and present it differently. Where they don't really, they're not going to come out. Their style is not like I'm going to come out and punch you in the face kind of style. Or sometimes in the U.S. it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a show me what you've got. Like I'm going to give it all. Like we kind of burn the tank, you know. We're here. They're a little more reserved and relaxed in the way they present. But that doesn't mean they don't, you know, work work they work as hard. You know, my friend Content like studied for like ten days straight and was like grinding for this exam. Kid's really smart and was like working his tail off. But he doesn't show he doesn't like show it the way that we kind of show it sometimes do you think the first jersey mike's customer you're going to have is just going to be like a such a reality check when people here you could kick their dog and they'd be like sorry <laughs> and, and then united states if you put the wrong muster they're gonna act like uh maybe i don't know people i wouldn't i wouldn't say people are more forgiving here. i don't but. think people are that different they're not that different yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, when I think of the Jersey Mike's customer, I think of like the perils of the world. So it's just kind of, I'm just being Yeah, the Jersey Mike's customer is going to be a, an, uh, an interesting experience. But it's it, it kind of, it's it's one of those things where I li- you like the, the hustle and bustle of Jersey Mike's and the, the up and down of it. Where I feel like in Belgium, there's a lot, it's not as much high and low. It's just kind of more of a midline. The amplitude on this sine, cosine graph is not as high which is good and bad but i'm just excited to get back to the u.s where i feel like i like the feeling of being like competitive not and i say that not that the belgium is not competitive but i'm just saying that the u.s i like the my way i operate in our circle in the u.s is you know if we're playing pick up wiffle ball or pick up basketball or wiffle ball or something like we, we want to win kind of thing like really like really 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 want to win we're here they definitely want to win but it's not sometimes i go overboard in that like we gotta win this game of cornhole it's not that big of a deal but i'm just i'm just excited for my life in the u.s maybe not maybe it's not even a cultural difference it's just my life here is very different than my life in the u.s kind of thing yeah it's a good point it's not studying in a different place isn't completely uh isn't a complete reflection of the different cultures. It's like, you're, I'm not a Belgian student. You know, I'm an American who's studying at a Belgian Belgium, university. Yeah. So I just have the same perspectives and every. You know, if I was raised in the system, maybe I would be doing better or worse. I don't know. You know, I just, I would view things differently. Yeah, that's a good So point. sometimes my critiques of it, you have to put into perspective. The school I go to in the U.S., the high school I went to in the U.S., the area of the U.S. I'm from. Because if me versus somebody from Missouri would have a very different view on on how we think the u.s is and how the u.s should present itself to the rest of the world stuff like that so i think i know kind of going off that port that point i think another piece of advice for people traveling is you got to take certain advice and not others and you really have to put into perspective what like you are like what your situation is what your circumstances are what you value Versus not, because the number of times people be like, "Oh, this place stunk," or "This place was great," and they're just flat up wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you got to take advice from people who have similar interests, styles, criticisms as you. Yeah. Not not to put yourself into a bubble, but if you're talking to someone who is extremely introverted, was in an office situation, and then they were like, "I hated City X or whatever," and then you go to City X with a fun group 
where you're feeling good, you have recommendations, it's going to be a different, like you have to, a lot of the time we got advice from people who are study abroad earlier. The context of the advice was not like, it wasn't in the same context when we were going kind of thing. Like it was after the fact, like, oh, you should definitely go here. We didn't like this, but they never told you that they had been to four different cities in five different nights the night before or the days before, Mm -hmm. or they really had a great time here because one of their like great uncles lives there and they stayed at their house kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's better to get advice from someone you actually converse with who has the experience. You might talk to them about other things than rather just my, my niece went to Prague and here's some advice about Prague kind of thing. Like if, if you know someone and, and you understand their similarities and stuff, it definitely is worthwhile. Mm. Looking back on this experience, what has been like some, I guess like a highlight. There's been so many highlights, but I don't want I don't want like a moment. I want like an overarching theme. Um, like a, I would say the amount of like, you end up listening I've done and a lot of amount of like observation the amount of observation I've done from other people and the amount of people have really like truly listened to me has been really enjoyable throughout this experience there's been a lot of times where I'm talking with someone from or I'm talking in a group with people from places all over the world and we all have some common interests the, the, the common themes of the stories but they all have a slight twist to them I found really enjoyable I've really enjoyed when we travel and we see like the the seven-year-olds playing soccer or like the, the middle schoolers coming out of class kind of thing. Cause when you're that young, you're kind of like, we're all human beings at the end of the day and we all have similar customs and values, at least the places we've gone. So there's a lot of similarities. Like you can kind of see if I was in this environment with my friends, how I would act, mm-hmm. especially being at the high school, a lot of, uh, the socialization part of the, the high school is, a uh, it just reminds me a lot of home and I've really enjoyed that. I think the the innocence of kids around the world is, is very funny to see. Like when I was in Italy, some kid missed the soccer ball and it rolled to me and I kicked it back to them. And then when I was, you know, you go around certain places and you see little kids coming from home, home from school or just, just silly stuff like that. I've really enjoyed the, the observation of just like the, the lifestyle, you know, like, cause the innocence of, of certain people, like they've lived their lives in these these places that we call tourist destinations and they've just kind of gone about their lives and this is what it is in the same way people are fantasizing about our life outside of New York city. Like there's, there's kids just hanging out who live outside Paris and there's kids who their, their uncle lives in Rome and it's not a big deal kind of thing. I've really enjoyed that and seeing that side of it. I guess it's more of being a traveler than a tourist to say that, but it's a lot of cool, a lot of cool instances that I have in my mind when you, when you ask that question and it, it kind of centers around just the, the, the innocence of a lot of things. Cause I think when you reduce people down to certain characteristics or in this case, what country they're from, you get a lot of stereotypes of the country or, um, misconceptions about the country. But then when you kind of go there and you experience the culture, everyone is different in some way. And a lot of people have a lot more similarities than you you'd really expect so yeah i've like i've enjoyed just trying to take it all in like just all the different aspects just talk I, I, i've enjoyed talking to people that live in these different countries and just trying to understand their life 
and like all like like we I was talking about like like medical physicals with a couple of the Belgian kids the other day, and that was even interesting. Just it's kind of it's interesting to see the scope of how different but similar everybody's lives are, kind of thing. And then at the end of the day, our countries are also like operate with with each other. So there's common threads and there's influence we have on one another. The other day I was talking to people and we were reflecting on like the world just on sports and stuff. And they were, they brought up like the Belgian USA World Cup game. Like they didn't bring it up because I was from American. They just brought it up because they would just remember that game that our goalie had so many saves and we were just talking about just great athletic performances and sports games that we all really cared about, like remember. And it was, it was cool for them to bring up the U.S., and me to know I had such a different side to things where we were both kind of just kids that wanted our countries to win. And they were on one side of it being like, we were playing so well, we couldn't score. And I was on it. Like we were holding on, like we almost like did this thing. So that was really neat. And I think going forward, when I look at these international sporting the Olympics, the world cup, all this stuff, and I see the Belgian flag and then, Netherlands flag or all these different things. I think it's going to be have a lot more meaning to me. It's yeah. be like I know kids from there and I'm going to always root for Belgium. I'm going to always root for Finland because my friend Perto. I'm going to root for Poland and all these different places. There's a lot just a lot more connections you have, which is pretty neat. Yeah, there's a lot of the the shared experiences that we have sometimes are are quite interesting. I, I you know in more tragic events people are always like where were you when this happened? But it's interesting the few times it's happened where you look back and it's like you were kind of living your life in random country in Europe or Asia or South America, wherever. And I was mine, but there's a global event, good, bad or indifferent affected us. Mm-hmm. And it's always funny to reflect on certain things. And there's a lot of there's a lot more similarities than people really like it, it's hard to comprehend how similar people are. Mm-hmm. And just based on their differences are really based on the culture they grow up in. You know, like imagine we grew up here, right? Like we, we moved here and, and grew up here and then went to the States, how different we'd be, but also how similar certain things would feel. I don't know. It's, uh, it's quite fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, I definitely have a greater appreciation for language. The fact that we don't really encounter a ton of different languages. Yeah. And it's not an emphasis as much as it is here to learn different languages. Um, it's a shame, but it's again, cultural. it's a, it's a little bit different when your country is English speaking. It's mm-hmm. definitely, a, there's definitely a privilege in that, that we don't have to learn English because English is such a dominant language in the world, especially for economic reasons and political reasons. Um, but it would be nice to have to, it would be nice to know more Spanish. It'd be nice to know more French kind of thing. Yeah. Any other burning desires you want to talk about? Um, no, no, nothing, nothing major. Just kind of um, sunset on this whole trip. It's been as the sun is actually setting slightly. It's a, uh, you know, it's like I think you said this before, but it's easy to sit when the clock. It's easy to say when the clock's expiring that you lost a couple of days. Or I remember like almost every year, elementary school, middle school, high school, I'd be like. If I could just have those seven days back where I wasted during the summer right now. But I, I I don't really have that feeling. I mean, I I feel like we've done so much. And uh, it's definitely a testament to having you here pushing me to do certain things and 
it's never that we needed to inspire each other to do things, but it was just a, it's nice. It was an, it was a known fact that we were going to do things together and it made things a lot easier. You know, I think having you here brought home here, just going to school again was nice. I don't think we, I haven't really thought about it, but like, I think I'm going to miss you next semester much more because we've had a college experience together now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be weird not seeing you around as much. Um, but then again, I'm going, I'm coming to visit. Maybe you'll try to visit towards the end or something, but, uh, mm-hmm. I definitely have met despite not being anywhere near Indiana. I've made much more friends that go to Notre Dame being here and you've made a tremendous amount more friends who go to Loyola. So, um, it's been really cool. You know, it has been really cool. I just, it's just so, it's just always a weird time when the, when the doors are closing on an experience and you look back and it's always kind of the people, right? So I've been really thankful to meet all the Belgians and everything here, but also strengthen some bonds I have back to the U S and I know I'll go into those differently. And then also it's nice having, you know, Braden, Kaylee, Grace, Peter, Liam, Leon, like all the, all these people that I know at Loyola. It's been nice hanging out with you. It's been, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna be tough going back to school and not having you hanging out. Um, that's been like a really, it's been a blessing, and I think for us we've really always been close. But it'll be, it definitely strengthened our bond. Yeah, I think before we looked at going to the same school or something as a detriment, but being here, it's definitely been a, an advantage. I don't want to yeah. say we, I, we thought it was like we have to go to a different school, but there was a level of like. Want to do branching your own thing, out yeah. to each other. So I, think but I, th- I mean, I think this was honestly the perfect scenario. We got to do so many things together, pushed each other to do so many things, made logistically things easier. I mean, the fact brought that we're, a bit of home here. The fact that we're talking to each other on microphones in your room for it's pretty, it's pretty this nice sixteenth, seventeenth time is, you know, it's it's quite enjoyable. Um, the fact that we kind of both decided to push each other to do this. Uh, I, I remember filming that second episode. It didn't go well, and we were both like we got to do it again. So we did it again and it came out much better. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we could have stopped after one. We could have not only even only done a couple, but we, we really could have not even try to look for the recording equipment. We could have mm-hmm. not try to get it back when they forced us to see it back. We could have not had your friends on. We could have not had the loyal kids on. We could have, we could have not gone abroad. There's a lot of things that we've done that you make a lot easier. So mm-hmm. um, I think overall, I don't really regret much of this at all there's been so many positives yeah so and i think it's going forward there's so many things to it's it's worth the push to do certain things cool things hard things hard things because the reward of it all you know yeah but um yeah thanks to everybody for listening yeah it's, it's uh, been it's been amazing having everybody chime in getting random text messages from people being like oh this had like inputs and sometimes i think like, i'm weirded out for like a half a second being like how do they know about that but then like, oh yeah, we put it online for everybody to hear. So it's thank you for all the support. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it definitely would have, I think we would have continued it, but seeing the feedback of, of people from a variety of different, you know, fa- friends, family, family friends who we probably don't even know, family mm-hmm. members who see us every six or so years talking about how small we used to be the last time they saw us, like silly stuff like that. A lot of people listening, um, which has been quite nice and one thing I don't, I don't mean to continue on too long but we, I remember we talked about this before how 
as a person you change and you understand how you change and sometimes people can tell you how you change but a lot of times when you go through life people have the perception of you as your the last moment you interacted with them Mm -hmm. so if you think about someone i don't know someone who's like sort of friendly with you in high school you think about them and their characteristics the way they were then even though they've grown so much since Mm -hmm. so i think it's been nice for us to kind of project how we've grown up or where we're at now to so many people that people can understand you know if I don't know exactly who's listening, but if the last time you saw me was at a family event four years ago, you understand my voice a little bit deeper. I'm doing a, a bunch of different things. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm... It's a like, nice uh, check-in. Uh, it's a nice check-in. It's like an all, update, updated save file. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it, that, that encourages me to reach out to people and meet up with people again who I haven't seen in a little bit and just kind of ask them questions to see how their life's going and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that we got to take everyone along for our journey in some form or fashion. It's a, definitely a, a blessing and um, not an opportunity everyone gets to to do. Even yeah. go to school, go to a school that provides this opportunity, and then get to go on the opportunity. So, yeah, definitely, I, I can't be Very more thankful. thankful, more grateful, and uh, I'm just so thankful for. The lessons I've learned here, I can take through with me for the rest of my life and the experiences and all the silliness, all the goofiness, maybe not all the calories from the Stella, but, uh, you know, definitely will definitely be having Stella at my wedding. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know it's, it's, it's kind of weird too. This, this recording will exist for a while. So sh- hello kids out there. My kids, my wife, shout out, shout out you. Where, out where you. is she right now? <sighs> Where where is she right now? I don't know. It's a good question. Somewhere out there. So, um, yeah, I think I, I we'll look back. It's cool. To future Matt. Whoa, out there. I hope you're doing good. Yeah. Keep your head up, King. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, you know, not every and not every day is gonna be a, a night in the Aldmark, in Leuven, but when it when it is, make sure to appreciate it and and thank those who helped you get there. You know. Yep. Um, so. Any, it's, it's weird. It's kind of hard to say goodbye, but any, any last uh, goofiness or silliness you want to mention? Don't go believe. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you back in the States. Peace.